Welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I am Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Paul, I have a special guest that I invited and oh, I didn't shit. tell you. Are you ready? Oh my God. I Beth have, has a, wait. a gizmo. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wait, what's the so what's this? I need the story. Why do you okay, have a gizmo? This story is, and I probably like 20, maybe three years old or something on my birthday. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, Kevin, uh, got this for me as a birthday gift. Once upon a time, he like moved his little head too, but now he just sings the song. I will post 800 pictures of me and gizmo uh, <laughs> on our social media. He's exactly as high quality as the gizmo from the movie. <laughs> is the gizmo from the movie um he's super cute and fuzzy and like weirdly soft but then he's like got these big hard ears and so mm-hmm. he is here with me just that's, staring at that's me. amazing uh-huh. so i'll post pictures of that but i i um as we were like getting on the meat to record i was like i gotta go get gizmo uh, like, yeah i remembered <laughs> so speaking of um do you have a bad synopsis i do here we go Okay. Sadistic dog abusing hateful old woman finally brought to a fitting end by vigilante justice. <laughs> vigilante justice. That's right. We're talking about Christmas classic Gremlins. Yep. Which came out on June eighth, nineteen eighty four. Right. A Christmas classic. Christmas classic. <laughs> and then my notes say what? And yeah. then okay. So before I go any further, I need to tell you. I'm super excited about my notes for this because there Mm -hmm. are tons of coincidences and little synchronicities in um, overlapping of stuff. So now I'm going to ask you. Yeah, tons of it. Beth was watching this movie on a whole different level than I was watching it. (laughs) I know, but like my notes. Anyway, okay. So this was released the same weekend as another movie that we did. Do you remember? 1984. I said it when we did that other movie, but it was a long time ago. What was in 1984? Uh, Ghostbusters. Yes! Yeah. So it was released the same weekend as Ghostbusters, and it was obviously supposed to be Christmas, and they bumped it to be to come out at the same time Ghostbusters and Indiana Jones came out because they wanted a summer blockbuster. But I will also say I was sure in my head that there was another Christmas movie that came out in the summertime, and I looked through our notes, and another movie that we did that's a Christmas movie came out in the summer. Yeah. And I I remember that too, and I forgot the movie. I don't. Re- I'm not Die gonna Hard. Get Die Hard. Okay. So yeah. We, if you're listening and you're a, like a faithful listener, and you're like, I never heard them fuckers talk about no Die Hard. It's because it was a bonus episode for mm-hmm. our Patreons. So if you are interested in hearing all of our extra episodes, go to Patreon.com/slash/NerdCanon and sign the hell up. Anyway, so there's lots and lots of those little things. So this was directed by Joe Dante, and additionally, when I don't know somebody that well, I go look them up and. Joe Dante also directed The Burbs, which we watched oh, as man. a live watch okay. on the Patreon. Just saying. Written by Chris Columbus, stars Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates. What Joe else did Chris, Chris Columbus write, Beth? He wrote motherfucking Home Alone. Home Alone. I remember that. See, I am yes. proud of myself because I'm learning I'm at this podcast. I'm learning process. It's happening. So the Rotten Tomato score was 85%, and then the audience score was 78%. Seems a little high. Oh, what was your experience of Gremlins as a kid? Uh, This was, I am pretty sure, 
So I definitely didn't watch this in the 80s. I think, now I can't remember, I looked it up, and the sequel to this, Gremlins 2, I think didn't come out until like 92 or something like that. It was much, much later than like a normal sequel. I thought sometime in the early 90s. And... 90. Okay, 90. Also June, which, what the, whatever. But that one's not a, that one's not set at Christmas. I I don't don't remember that one. I think, I don't think. Anyway, my point is that I am pretty sure, maybe I was thinking 92 because I think I was 10 and this was part of a sleepover movie marathon where we watched Gremlins and then immediately watched Gremlins 2. Sure. And I have very strong positive sleepover vibes of nostalgia from this movie where I was with a bunch of dumb 10 year old boys and we thought this movie was amazing. So that was, that was my experience. And now you're talking about it with someone who has the mentality of a 10 year old boy. Right. (laughs) What was your experience? Um, I don't, this is one of those where I don't remember the initial viewing, but I will say probably too early for me. That is <laughs> which my is general, the theme. That's which the is general my theme. theme. Yeah. I have watched it many times and I had a pretty good memory of it. But when I started it, I was surprised how much memory of it. Like when yeah. it began, I was like, oh, yes, yeah. I remember this and I remember this and I remember this. So I, there was a period there in my mid-ish 20s when I would watch it every year around Christmas time. And I, I feel like that probably g- gave off at some point in the recent years. So it's been a few years since I'd seen it. But yeah, I've watched it a ton of times. Oh, I, I don't think I've seen it since 1992 or whenever well, that was. Well, <laughs> like I, like I like a dark horror comedy a great deal, yeah. as you know. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. I have two trivias and a lie for you. All right, let's hit me with it. <laughs> hit you. Okay, so the dog's real name is Frodo, and he was terrified of the gizmo puppet. Uh, Magwai means devil in Cantonese, and an early attempt to use monkeys as gremlins was abandoned because the test monkey panicked when made to wear a gremlin head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to be really hopeful that the monkey thing is true. I really that needs to be a, a true thing so it can be in my head canon of this movie. Not even my head canon, the real canon of this movie that they tried to put gremlin heads on a monkey. I love that. I want that to be true, so I'm going to say that it is. Magwai means something devil, devil. in Cantonese. And what was the first one again? The dog's real name is Frodo. Don't dog Frodo. Terrified of Gizmo. <sighs> I am going to say, wow, I'm going to look really stupid, but I'm going to say Mogwai is not devil in Cantonese because that seems too easy that you made it up. Seems too easy that I made it up. Nope, that's the real one. Damn it. Um, What's the fake one? Please tell me the monkeys are true. The monkeys are true. (laughs) Right. Um, all I can imagine, and I don't know why in my head it's like a Curious George monkey, like, but it's like, <laughs> I, it's just like so mad and it's running around and like bouncing onto walls. But I guess there was, yeah, monkey poop everywhere. Oh man, that seems like such a bad so idea. So that tragedy happened and then they like looked at each other across the room and went, so puppets, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, the dog's name was not Frodo. I had an uncle growing up who had a dog named Frodo. And oh man, so- I thought you were going to say your uncle's name was Frodo. <laughs> Oh, no, but my dad just called him Uncle Turtle, so there's that. Okay, okay. No, the dog's name was Mushroom, and by all hmm. reports, he was an absolute joy to work with. And I think that oh, Mushroom... I should have known that. I think Mushroom is, is in super, the credits. That's a super cute fucking dog. I read Mushroom in the credits. I actually read that. Oh, I love it. 
So Mushroom the dog was good. The only time he didn't want to play along was when he was supposed to follow Billy across the street. And so they had to give him like a little, they gave him like a little like fishing line leash tied to his like leg because he was, I don't know, afraid of crossing the street. He's a good boy. He was probably waiting to look both ways. Anyway, more fun facts. So this film was heavily criticized for some of its more violent sequences Mm -hmm. uh, in response to this. And we did talk about this, I think, during the Ghostbusters-ish episode because this and Indiana Jones like directly resulted in the creation of a PG-13 rating. Hmm. So within two months of this film's release, because Spielberg was like, don't, what are you saying to me? Like make a new rating. Like this is not quite an R, but it's not. So that's why when we talk about movies before this and we're like, well, it was maybe a little spicy, like there wasn't a PG-13 rating at that time. I never really understand what the ratings were for anyway. PG is parental guidance. So what and then PG thirteen, I think, is supposed to be like like your parents have to say okay, and you're supposed to be thirteen years yeah, old. I guess so. Yeah, hmm. guidance like between like the thirteen and seventeen, whatever age. Okay. I don't fucking know. Okay, so the notion of gremlins was first conceived during World War II, when mechanical failures in aircraft were jokingly blamed on small monsters. Um, the term gremlins also entered popular culture as children's author. Do you know who? Former pilot. Roald Dahl? Yep. I'm like, there's yeah. only one children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roald Dahl published a book called The Gremlins in 43. Mm-hmm. So various scenes were cut. This was way darker in the script, if you can believe that. So including one in which Billy's mom died in her struggle and her head was thrown down the stairs of Billy. Cool. Oh, I want to see that movie. And then also where they ate the dog. Poor mushroom. Oh, I don't want to see that movie. (laughs) Where the gremlins attacked at McDonald's and they ate the customers instead of burgers. Okay. So in the original drafts, Gizmo was supposed to transform into Stripe the Gremlin, but Spielberg overruled that because he feels like Gizmo's cute. Audiences would want him to be present through the film. And actually, choices were made at the end to make Gizmo be more the hero than Billy mm-hmm. um, because they liked him so much. And he was right. Is- Spielberg is right. Absolutely. And this is a weird Beth Headcanon Mandala effect thing, but I was convinced that this guy's name was Spike, not Stripe. (laughs) And I like kept writing it wrong. So that's that. Here's another rabbit hole that I have previously taken you down. Did you recognize Mr. Futterman, the neighbor? Not a chance. Totally fine that you didn't, but we've talked about him. That's good old Dick Miller. Dick oh, Miller. Oh, Dick Miller. The garbage Dick, man in the burbs, the Terminator shop guy. <laughs> Dick, there is a doc we need to watch. There is this the guy with the whole documentary about his career? Probably. He was the one that had like 800 movies from 1955 to 2019. That guy, Dick Miller, is a, a whole ass I movie am, about this guy. Oh my god. I'm writing this down. I'm like I'm watching that this week. Yes. Like we need to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and just for another little synchronicity, uh, he was in The Burbs with Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. would later be in 89. And Phoebe Cates and Judge Reinhold were in Fast Times at Ridgemont High together. Yeah. Okay, so on Gizmo. Judge Reinhold's barely in this movie, though. It's true, but he's smarmy enough to have gotten a mention from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, on Gizmo, there was more than one Gizmo puppet, and occasionally Galligan would, like, carry him somewhere, set him down, and then it would cut to, like, a different puppet that would be, like, wired into the surface Hmm. uh the gizmo puppets were super frustrating because they're really small and they broke down a ton and so like they wanted to make them larger but everybody insisted they had to be small because they were cute so consequently the crew had a quote horrible things to do to gizmo end quote list (laughs) 
<laughs> that they would add things to. And then to satisfy them, the scene is included in which the gremlins hang him and throw darts at him because that was one of the things on the list. Uh, okay. uh, a few marionettes were used. Other effects required large mogwai faces and ears to be produced for close-ups because the puppets were not as capable of conveying emotion. And that just made me think of like, the giant ring in Lord of the Rings where like to get oh, there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And consequently large props simulating like food were needed for close ups. So like when they eat the chicken after midnight, like there's an a large gizmo puppet for the scene where he multiplies. Mm. Um and all of that. So those new Mogwai that pop out, they are furry balloons. <laughs> and the balloons like expand. That's how they got that effect. Oh, cool. And the microwave bursting one was also made out of balloons. <laughs> hmm. Gremlins had an international audience. Oh, okay. So do you know who's doing the voice? No. Of Okay. So I was about 15 minutes into this and I had to look it up and then I screamed and I yelled in all caps in my notes, it's motherfucking Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> which I oh my God. said to boyfriend and he goes well that makes sense it sounds just like Bobby's world and I was like that's a deep fucking cut oh yeah so also Michael Winslow of course hero Michael Winslow does some of the voices of some okay. of the gremlins yeah. but all of and if you go back and listen you could totally recognize it Gizmo is Howie Mandel and this does not normally happen but they had him speak his little lines and his little noises in various languages so he learned like bright light and German huh. and they don't normally do that and they learned like German drinking songs for them to sing like in the bar <laughs> like they um don't normally voice actors don't normally do that yeah. they normally do like a shitty job so I thought that attention to detail was kind of charming huh. Did this set look familiar to you? Is it um is it uh, Back to the Future? Yes. Yeah. And I had to include that because in my notes, I like literally that first crane shot of the square. I was like, this looks exactly like Back to the Future, and then yeah. it is exactly Back to the Future. It's the theater. And the theater, yes, and the theater incurs damage in both films. Yes. So the idea for the creatures was born in um, Chris Columbus's shysty New York apartment. Because it was a fine place, he said, and then at night, a platoon of mice would come out and he could hear them skittering. He says mice. You know he means rats, right? Like, it, it, it's, it, it's got to be rats. <laughs> but as someone who had, at one point, several little friends in the house, they're fucking loud as shit and it's terrifying. So I can I can get that. Yes. There's also, Paul, many connections with your favorite film of 1982, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. E. I, that's in my notes. E.T. Yeah. in my notes. We'll so he's yeah. in there. You probably saw his little stuffy. Um, one of the gremlins says phone home. But the one that you might not have remembered from my fun facts when we did E.T. is one of the movies on the marquee is called A Boy's Life. And that was the fake name under which E.T. was shipped. And huh. I'm pretty sure that was a fun fact that I did for the that episode. Frances Lee McCain, who played Billy's mother, Lynn, also played Lorraine's mother, Stella, in Back to the Future. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's a lot, right? Like, there was a, a lot, lot of coinkydinks, if I may. One of the things I read about this was that each of those puppets, and I don't know if it was just Gizmo or, like, all the more... The, there, there's definitely a delineation between the more articulated gremlins and the and then like the horde of gremlins, right? The horde yeah. of them, but yeah. uh, that each of those cost like thirty to forty thousand dollars or something. Yes. That was one and of they had other... to like check people's cars on the Absolutely. way out the lot. So they, that's insane. I wanted to try to mold that into one of my like trivia's, but yeah, they would like check um, because they were super expensive. They represented like a huge portion of the film's budget. Yeah. 
Yeah. So how was your rewatch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you liked it as much as I did. I don't think I did either. <laughs> I really wanted to like this, Beth. Uh, we would just talk, talk through our notes. Uh, uh, my first note is narrator, random racist, Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> this Here's a question to pose to you. Is a narrator voiceover a better or worse indication of the quality of a movie than an opening crawl uh, um, explanation? I, I, same seas? <laughs> but fun fact, he is like a um, country music recording artist, the dad. Is that why actor. he's so terrible? Wow, so uh, hateful. Yeah. Look, I, he definitely <laughs> didn't write this. It's not his fault, but this is this was written like a sixth grade student wrote this voiceover. Sure, okay. Well, either way, though, his guy, you can't deny that I think it's a good narrator voice. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, okay. Weird gong sound effect. Weird all. gong sound effect. Not cute. And then we get in there. And then I just wrote, that many candles seems like a bad idea. <laughs> That's not safe. There's not one fucking window in there either. You just know it. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to sell in the bathroom, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, like, so here's the thing. What? What? I don't even remember the dad's name in this. His name is uh, like Brand. Hoyt McCracken or something. It's Brand. <laughs> Whatever the actor's name is. <laughs> Hoyt. Hoyt Mc- McCracken. <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> Whatever. I don't remember his name, but um, wow. you're going to pull it up, but it's going to be something I'm stupid like Hoyt McCracken. I, I guess I should just leave this shit open so I can fucking lifetime fact check you from now on. <laughs> it's Hoyt Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Randall Peltzer. No, wait, wait. We got to. Okay. We got to. <laughs> I don't understand what the, even the point of his job was in this movie. Was his it ju- jo- just like to, his just quote unquote to bring home job? The his, his role in the story. In no, the story? no, 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 no. His occupation oh, in the story. Inventor. He's a shitty inventor. Why do we job. even care? You could take that that whole thing out of the book. He doesn't need to be anybody. To be endearing, question mark? He, he doesn't. Like Hoyt McCracken does not need a job in this movie. Scene in which the mom gets to murder everybody with the fucking with all the gadgets. (laughs) I guess so. It pays off, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's a reason his his inventions are all really, really dangerous. He could have been a traveling like anything salesman. He didn't have to be, but. We waste a lot know. of time on his stupid. I don't know. Like that, the minute it started, I was like, I remember the fucking bathroom buddy, and that mm. fucking toothpaste is gonna squirt it. Like I That's remember. True. That's true. And then I wrote, "Happy inventor." Is it endearing? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna. What can we talk about? These three, the three stupidest oh, rules sure in all can. of movie okay. history. Okay. So rule the first. We yep. got to keep the lights low because when we have puppetry and we don't have that good of a set, <laughs> okay. we can't have direct light on them. Right. Makes sense. Okay. I, now I understand. Also yep. vampire rules. Yep. Okay. Fine. No water. <laughs> hard to hard to come up with a – because it's easy for that to get fucked up, I guess. I guess so. But, like, here's the th- – this first of all, this rule, don't get them wet, makes absolutely no goddamn sense. There's water fucking everywhere, first of all. There's water everywhere. Except for apparently in that guy's shop in the basement. (laughs) We we go through the movie. There's going to be points where it's just like, 
okay, we're all we go to the bar scene and it's like just a mass of gremlins. Does are we not thinking that there's water in beer? Does it have to be pure H2O? Well, here's the thing. And then and then we know that the never don't feed after mid that's made up because what in what time zone? When does it when does the clock reset to the morning? Like after midnight that makes no goddamn sense at all. All of a what if what if he travels like into different time zones? That is all a problem. So the water <laughs> and the no feeding after midnight are both bullshit rules. And they probably could have spent like 10 more minutes to think of like ones that made more sense mm-hmm. that would still be easily broken. Yes. You know what I mean? None but, of the rules make any sense. The the only one that makes sort of sense is vampire rules, no light. Like, right. okay, it's a monster right. or whatever. But what? <laughs> uh, water? It's ludicrous. And there have been many debates and many discussions about like – how does the food rule work? Like, at what point does it reset to the morning? Like, is the morning 6 a.m.? Is the morning when the sun comes up? Like, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, no, it makes no sense. Yeah. So that's my next note. I like the song, Baby, Please Come Home. That's that's the song that's playing as they do the, like, panning in over. Do we really want to talk about the music in this movie? Oh, Yeah. Because I don't remember what the name of the composer is, but John Williams, he ain't. I have whole notes about that. This movie has the worst music, Beth. No, the fucking Gremlins theme, I think, is very fitting. Okay. It is ridiculous and holiday-ish and spooky. Go back and just listen to the if you could, not the sound whatever the difference is the um the score the score of this movie is terrible it is terrible but the little song that the Magwai sings is pretty and that motif so is throughout the music I, and the score. one of the things I loved about this movie is when we get to the point where Gizmo is like your best friend keyboard accompanist yes he plays the keyboard. That's fucking amazing. I want a pet that will just sing songs with me and harmonize and like, yes. It's super cute. But wait, I forgot Corey Feldman was in this and he is wearing a Christmas tree costume and that's delightful. But also. I didn't know that was Corey Feldman until much later in the movie. But okay, here's the thing. And I guess I have this in my notes later, but I'm going to say it now. Why? Fucking Billy is like 20, right? Or 20 something. Something. Feldman is 12? <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, why but they're best are friends. They friends. I don't know. Why are they friends? Why are they friends? Could he have been a little brother? Could he have been a cousin? Could he have been the neighbor kid that's always hanging around? One sentence could have made that <laughs> make sense. <laughs> oh, by the way, I watched the opening credits, and we had, and this is where I know why it's Hoyt guy. Hoyt. Uh, Hoyt Axton, and the other name on here is Polly Holiday. How the fuck is that not made up? That's so made up. That's not a real person, clearly. Did you catch Billy? Hoyt Axton and Polly Holiday are in this movie. Polly Holiday. Did you catch Billy saying hello to Dr. Moreau when he walks across the- uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a sign, too. It says Dr. Moreau's Pharmacy or something. Oh, I didn't see that one. That's pretty great. It's in the the lineup of the shops, along with the blatant Burger King uh, (laughs) product placement. (laughs) I like Phoebe Kate's- I guess in some discussion that they had, like, as actors about the acting in this movie, she told him, um, you always want to be, like, adding something to a scene. And I feel like after I read that, now I think about how she acts in this. Like, I can tell she is literally, like, 
plucking at him and messing with him and cross your tea. Like she, she must really have that in her. Like someone in an acting school told Phoebe Cates that. And she really does it. It's a shame they put her in that awful, awful blue dress with the huge she puffy sleeves. She was supposed sleeves. to be wholesome. She was okay. actually a controversial casting decision because people were like, Whatever. but her titties from yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Did you notice that all the trees still have leaves on them, yes. even though it's winter? <laughs> <laughs> I like the line, that's where everybody's dad proposed to their mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Mrs. Deagle is the Wicked Witch of Christmas. Jared Goldsmith, by the way, I wrote it in my notes. That's the composer for this movie. Oh, you were that mad that you looked it up. I was so mad at him. Jerry Goldsmith, sorry. No, I fucking liked it. I want your dog. Oh, God. That's what my... She's awful. She can die. She can die eight times. She does. Don't worry. She just dies the once, but... (laughs) So, first of all, why is it... Okay, I know she's, like, rich and has, like, a lot of people's mortgages, Mm -hmm. but she still gets to just walk around and, like, threaten to murder dogs. Like, that's... That's yeah, fine. no, that's not okay. That's no, not okay. That's a, I and don't also, care. does the dog speak English? Because the dog hears her, unties this thing, and then decides to attack. <laughs> yeah, it's Which I feel it's, like it's he's like, mm, I don't mm-hmm. want you to I don't want you to murder me. Yeah. No, put the dog in the dryer on high yeah. heat. It was maybe yeah. the darkest fucking thing in this whole movie, which is pretty dark to me. Yeah, she fucking describes. <laughs> and then fucking Gerald. And then I like is how Gerald she, Judge Reinhold is yeah. that Gerald? Okay. And then I like how she like gets all up in his face and she's like, murder your dog and shit. And then she goes, Oh, my heart, which is right. like right. <laughs> really funny to me. Can I tell you that Judge Reinhold has the single best pickup line in this in, 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 forever in this movie? I'm talking cable, baby. <laughs> Come on, I have cable. The single best pickup line in the history of man. Come on, Come I have on, cable. We're talking Come cable. On. <laughs> She, he also calls Billy Captain Clip-On, which is kind of funny. Right. He's the worst. He's the worst. Uh, and she <laughs> thinks that he's the worst. And then we go back home and the sword that falls down. It's I very much Chekhov's, Chekhov's sword on the wall. I yes, wrote, uh, absolutely. This is where I developed the idea that just normal, regular homes should have swords hanging so from the wall. I we definitely need to buy some fact. more swords. I saw this fun fact, and I didn't swords. confirm it anywhere else, but I'm going to say it to you anyway, that it's the two, those are the swords that Buffy and Angel used to fight at the end of the second season of Buffy. What? How I is that possible? It, I don't That's know. That's 84 to 90. I read it one place, and I couldn't verify it, so I didn't put it in my official They were like, fact. hey, you know, be cool. Let's get the gremlin swords. <laughs> they pro- I, can't, I can't even tell Prop you. house. Prop As house we've recycling. talked about, we want to be prop librarians. Yes. Um, I just want some swords in sure, my house. Sure, sure. Well, we can probably make that happen. Probably wait until my son is a little bit older. Um, The mom's haircut, though. Yeah, that's, that, a, that's, that's a mom cut. I don't know. Okay, Why does your like hair that, not look like that? that you should ain't... be putting your hair in curlers every night. I should have two inches of hair and then I should have a mom afro from the 80s is what you're saying to me? Yeah. yeah that's the, you your mom. I think that's a good – your mom. Your mom. Do you think that's a good look or <laughs> – I like she she has such a sweet way of talking about the failed like inventions because she just loves him and he just is the worst at it. She tries really hard at she the does, inventions. She like, uses all of them even though they suck. And by the way, a bunch of his inventions are supposed to be stupid in context. Like the she has a switch to dim the lights, she which is supposed to, like a remote to switch. Phone, to di- <laughs> it's like a huge remote with a twenty foot long antenna. But now that's like a typical thing. That's totally a typical. Like you dim your lights, and probably a lot of people have a dimmer for their lights that's on a remote. Like absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's all fucking ridiculous. So. But anyway, so they turn it down, and then he comes out, and we see him, and he's so cute, and yep. his little noises are adorable, and he does match the pitch on the keyboard. Yep. This is the my favorite part, when he sings on the keyboard, 
with Billy and they do their little duet and yeah. Gizmo sings along. That's the best part in this movie. But also, let me let me throw this at you. This is Steven Spielberg, 1984. Sure. My proposal is this movie is what you get if you take Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Jaws yep. and E.T. and you put it all in a blender and Gremlins is what comes out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> is there a shooting star in this movie? Um, I, was, I, I was looking for it. I didn't see it. No, but there's one in our next movie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. no, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I was kind of looking and I didn't see one. There's a great shot when he walks into the kitchen the next morning of the juicer. <laughs> like, oh my god, the, the that angle. is the biggest mess in the world. Oh my god, I would sell the house. Yep. Like. Yep. Like, and obviously, this fucking kid is always there because he's like, I thought your dad fixed it. Like he is always there. Yes. He's like Urkel. He is Urkel. So then, oh, four <laughs> balls pop out. We get him wet within, what, 25 minutes? I, wait, we have to, Corey, what is Corey Feldman's character's name in this movie? I don't Pete. even know. Pete? Mm-hmm. Pete goes up and Billy's like, hey, let me show you this cool thing that my dad gave me for Christmas. And he brings out Gizmo. And it's this alien fucking little oh, monster. Yeah. Pete's just like, oh, that's awesome, man. I've never seen anything like it. But this little monster you have in your house, which is not a real animal, is that's I'm totally cool with that. I just like And then he's like, Can I have one? That's really neat. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm serious, it's neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a lot of dog abuse in this movie because yeah, the dog exasperated. gets strung up with the lights. Uh the reason that they said he was such a good dog is that he apparently gave he gives really good faces. Like he like acting oh, yeah, yeah. like and he does he looks exasperated yeah, right. by these fucking things so yeah so they make a bunch of little extra gizmos yep. accidentally in their little buttholes do we want to talk about the science teacher beth because um, there's a whole lot to talk about with this science teacher yes. but wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> okay because is this the part no it must be later but when we get the spoiler of the terrible why she hates christmas story she goes oh, yeah you know you mean no that's later are, People are opening up their presents while a bunch of people are opening up their wrists. And I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. I don't celebrate Christmas. What are you, Hindu or something? (laughs) Come on, come on. Billy's such a fucking idiot. They make a date real cute like. And then, oh, the fucking pile of chicken legs, though, is the grossest. Who has a giant (laughs) uncovered pile of chicken legs in their fridge? You don't? Fuck off. And then, <laughs> like, that's so unappetizing. And then they look so gross when they're eating them. Anyway, that's why, you know, now I know, bad. Uh, now I know that bad. it's because it was fake. It had They had to bigify and make it fake for those oh, giant it. things. That's the technical term. <laughs> Embiggen, I think, is the word you're looking at. Okay. Uh, no, I want to talk about, about we need to go with the science teacher. Right, the so, science teacher. So, they take, I they t- literally thought they were in like an actual science lab. And then I was like, oh, this is a school. It's the high school science teacher, <laughs> clearly. School. Billy is. Or the middle school, question mark? Because Well, we don't there. know. Is it Pete's teacher or is it like Billy has now gone back? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe Billy's supposed to be in high school? Mm-hmm. He's got to be older than that, mm-hmm. right? Because he's going to the bank to work. He works as, at the bank. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, whatever it is. The high school teacher has just witnessed spontaneous, instantaneous reproduction. He's not even close to surprised enough or like weirded out enough by this thing Everyone that he's just witnessed. Very as a willing to buy this. 
made up fucking animals. Oh, cool. We put we put fucking water on this thing. Like this dude should be calling the FBI. He should be calling like somebody. <laughs> like, Do you remember the movie Evolution? Yes, that's I, I that's so on my list good. of things we should watch yeah, for. Uh, and it's, yes, it's so good. But that reminded me of this because they're college yes. professors, but they're yes. actually half-ass scientists. Sort of. Well, yeah, we, we should definitely watch that as a, a Patreon episode. Absolutely. I don't think that's in the 90s. But this high school teacher, by the way, is, I think, the only black person in this movie. Correct. And is also the very first person to die. Correct. And no one cares that he is dead. No Absolutely one no one even ever checks. Even no one, no one ever even We never go back to it. It's just like, he's dead. Billy runs away. And then... Billy's like trying to justify this to the cops. I'm like, dude, there's a dead body in your high school science lab. Also, who just leaves a sandwich on the desk? <laughs> I, I don't hate know. that. <laughs> I oh hate God. the gross cocoon of nightmares that they turn into. Yep. Pupil stage. Yep. Fuck new life. I wrote new life form. I as the high school science teacher, I'm probably the best person to investigate this I at see. school I at night. Like- I also like it's going through changes, and then Feldman goes like my mother. <laughs> Menopause joke, awesome. Yeah, it here's okay. Another question for you, or maybe a statement, right? Comma question mark. Your opinion. I feel like the puppetry in this movie is not nearly as good as ET, which was two years before this. And I don't understand why it's still Steven Spielberg. It's still like, presumably he can get whatever he wants, but why is it? And these fucking things cost um, gobs of money. Probably because there's a, the only thing I can guess so many is because them? there's so many of them and they're so yeah. small. Yeah. Like what, what they said was like them being small made it much harder to manipulate. When we watched like, E.T., e. I believed E.T. was a, a, a thing, like a, an actual organism. It, the puppetry was really good. And this I was like, eh. you. And it know. still looks good. Like ET still looks good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so then he sees this, he fucking like knows that it like attacks him in the school, right? And I'm going, uh, your fucking mom's home. Like, go get your mom. Like <laughs> so Jesus. And then he's running around, like, turn on the fucking lights. Like there are so many times when I'm like, just turn on the lights. They don't like the lights. Like Right. Right. Just get a flashlight. You win. I don't know. Yikes. Yes. We get the sword. I don't know. I'm like all over the place in my notes. Mom well, kicks ass. Mom, uh, okay. So my one of my very favorite, again, here's another Christmas song I like. Do you hear what I hear? So that's playing. She is making gingerbread cookies. She hears the little murder noises. Instead of running, she's like, how about I fuck up 10 gremlins right now? And then she does. Yes. Yes, she does. She fucking... One in the blender. Hideous. She stabs one. I literally wrote, holy shit, holy balls, holy shit, like yeah. 10 times. <laughs> and I was like, what is that, three? Is that four? Yep. I like how he's covered in, like, the fucking 80s, man. So he's, like, covered in Christmas tree tinsel, that last one, and it, like, gets her from the tree. Man, she fucking chooses violence immediately. Yes, she does. Like, <laughs> do not mess with her. Because yeah. she very well could have been, like, Hmm. I, there's a foreign animal in my house and I hear some weird noises and I'm just gonna because this is my thing let me t- uh, tell me what you think <laughs> okay here's a statement and or a question for your opinion mm-hmm. don't you feel like if you fucking booted it you could run the other way pretty quick like <laughs> They're so supposed to be fast, right? Okay, and I granted, like, and I'm clumsy. I would trip probably, but like, like if a raccoon were chasing you, I feel like the raccoon would catch you. Okay, 
Right. But also, like, I feel like they're not that big. I get that they get to jump on people and then they're, like, yeah. pokey. I get yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah. But the same they're pokey. Time, you <laughs> they're can't, sharp like, bits. fucking, you can't, like, fling it. You can throw them pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if one was on my back, I'd fucking ram my back into the wall. Like, right. I don't You're know. much bigger than they are. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. they, they, how much can they possibly weigh? They like, really do I lean can't into. Weigh as much as my cat. Like, <laughs> I... They lean into, in this movie, they really do lean into the idea of gremlins as they're going to mess with machines and stuff like that. And that's part devious. of the gremul- gremlin, the gremlin sort of. Yes. And that's mythology of a gremlin or sure. I and i word. get how they would get you with their like final destination pranky <laughs> mechanical yeah, bullshit. Final destination. Oh, that man. seems better way for you to die other than like a gremlin getting the jump on you and then just, like, getting stabbing. in your hair like a bat like <laughs> you're right off. Like, <laughs> i'm just saying i think i could take one to two gremlins you know yeah i oh i totally agree with you definitely you know. I'm like, am I like over confident in my capabilities? Because Billy later, Billy gets absolutely fucked up by one of them. I forgot how how violent this movie. Was. I guess I didn't realize. Like, super, I was like, I, oh my god, there's a five, body count. I didn't even know there's a body count in this get movie. Murdered. Yeah, more maybe more than that. Yeah, we because I started a body count and I was up to like um, maybe eight people, and then we don't, like yeah. we don't really ever see. As per usual, <laughs> oh the pool, man. So then you find Gizmo, we follow the footprints. <laughs> I wrote, it's fun to stay at the Y. See it. <laughs> so we go to the Y, and then I did write, like, Jaws. Because mm-hmm. we see his little feet, and then we see his little scratch, like, just enough to be creepy, because we mm-hmm. can't show the whole thing, because they don't look that good. The fucking pool, like, that's creepy. The noises and the lights yeah. and shit. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. You know it's about to be real bad. As per usual, the 80s movie police are very helpful. Oh, my God. They see Santa running by, screaming for help, getting eaten, and then, like, they, they roll the up window. the windows. They're like, bye. And they're drunk. Yep. He's like, you can't drive. You're drunk. Holy shit. Yeah. The big gang of them is goofy. The big gang of the. They don't look good. They don't look good. They look like they're sped up or something. Like that they're walking. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. But then we go to the Futterman's house and she goes, oh, you have the thingy. (laughs) The remote. I don't know. It mm-hmm. just struck me as really funny. So is his xenophobia funny or what? Like, he, it's one thing for, like, one old drunk war veteran to be like, oh, made in America, but he, like, can't stop. You mean Dick Miller? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, he's he's kind of offensive. Yeah. They get they get super messed up, but. Yeah, they sure do. There's a real gremlin in my cab. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, so then the sheriff, like, so the, finally the cops believe, but then they definitely leave. Oh, fucking Deagle with that stair lift, yo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she deserved every minute of that. Absolutely, she did. Fucking chairlifts are bananas. Number Why? one. What they're, if you need one? No, no, no. I'm not saying they're a bad idea. I'm just saying it's like a lot of, it's a lot going on. It makes me nervous to watch her on it in the first place because you kind of know something. Have you ever written happen. on one? I've never written on one, but I did help disassemble one. That's weird. Why would you I write on that know. first? Oh, well, because it seems scary. I don't want to do that. Oh, I wrote on one one time at a yeah? church. At a it wasn't as fun as you would think. I don't think it's fun at all. <laughs> so that doesn't surprise me. It goes so slowly. Um, I would have liked her ride better. Also, yeah. So then they fuck with it, and it, is that the longest stairway ever? Because they show oh, it, her going yeah. up. <laughs> she's she's very wealthy, Beth. She is very wealthy. Um, all of her cats are named after types of money. Yes. Yep. So that's Dollar cool. Bill. You named your cat Dollar Bill like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking idiot. <laughs> 
So they're all dressed. To, oh, and she says about the carolers, screechy voice, little glue sniffers. Oh, my God. I don't remember fuck? that line. Where did they sure. get sheet music from? At this point, I start to notice that all the gremlins are dressed. There, okay, so I wrote this down, too. There's, like, specialized gremlins. And I think they even leaned yes. in, harder into this for the second movie. I, I remember that, too, about the second But, one. like, there's the lady gremlin. There's the lady gremlin. Uh, I wrote down a whole bunch of them. I don't there's, know where my notes are, but, like. Yeah, there's a whole all kinds gremlin. of specialized there's, ones. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I, so someone. Oh, flash, the flasher gremlin. The flasher opened, gremlin. Yeah. Gross. Gross. In the movie theater, there's one with Mickey ears. There, they have, do mm. popcorn bags, and they're like all this. They're all different ones. But I this mean is, I will say this: the bar scene with Phoebe Cates serving them beer, and all the random gremlins. It serves very little point in this movie. It lasts a very long time. Also, there's absolutely nothing happening. This is and another it's maybe situation. one of my strongest memories of this movie. This is another situation <laughs> where I feel like they're all sitting in front of the bar, getting kind of dumb and rowdy. Could she not just fucking look out the back? Are you shitting me? Even if like two or three of them make it past the door to follow you, there's not. Yeah. You're telling me there's not a baseball bat under Dory's pub? I, I wrote, this is just a lot of pointless bullshit now. I see why I enjoyed it so much as a child. Absolutely pointless. There's the fucking gremlins playing poker, like the dogs playing poker. Like, yeah. Yeah. And this Absolutely. is where Phoebe, we eventually get to Phoebe Cates' character development. Of the worst Christmas story ever told in film and cinema. Yes. Of her, her dad dying so, in the chimney and stinking contested. up. They wanted, to, they wanted to get rid of it. And I, the director, like, really fought to keep it in. So, weird vibe. Thanks for including it. Yep. It's a terrible story. Terrible, terrible It story. is a terrible story. And then I was, like, Googling, like, can people really go down chimneys? Is that not no. modern chimney? No. It's, like, a weird urban le- – but it's, like, an urban legend, and they, like, included it. It's so weird. Also, uh, radio <laughs> – Rackin' Ricky's radio. He goes, Rackin' Ricky's getting real fed up with all this Orson Welles crap, <laughs> which I liked. <laughs> which is a good reference. That's it a is good, a good solid reference. reference. Yeah. And, like, okay, this is another thing. So didn't Billy and her, like, grow up together? Isn't this, like, a small town where everybody's known each other forever? Sure. So how does he not know that fucking story about her dad? Because it was super traumatizing and she wouldn't tell him. Everybody would know that. Fucking the best bar you asking me. Good God. Good God. Uh, Gizmo in the car is a a very strong memory of mine. Me too. But like, not that I need to bring logic into this, but like those fucking cars that small do not drive. No, they don't work that way. (laughs) Also, you know what else doesn't work the way it's portrayed in this movie? A fucking chainsaw. Billy is dead six times from six ways from Sunday. That chainsaw is going right through that bat, and he is done I know. I'm for like, it. is it a metal bat? And then they show it cut up, and I was like, I guess not. <laughs> I definitely forgot that he gets hit with a crossbow bolt in the arm, though. He, he takes a up. crossbow bolt to the arm, and then he's like, ooh, ooh, ow, for, like, the rest of the movie. And he has, right. like, that cut over the eyebrow that everybody always right. gets. right. He goes to a hardware store. He's in a hardware store. He passes a fucking gun rack. And he's like, you know what my best option is? I'm going to take a baseball bat. Absolutely. Not There's probably axes and all kinds of... I still think I could kick the shit out of that thing with a baseball bat. (laughs) If it gets close enough... It's got a corded chainsaw. You just whack it. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. All right. So then they have their Billy is not the smartest of heroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kiss. We have to have some kiss. We have to have Phoebe some Cates kiss. is badass for five seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's pretty oh, tough. Oh, 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 Beth. Oh, oh, Stripe, oh. Stripe hits his head. Did you catch this? So he's got the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And at one point he gets pulled backwards or something. I forget what's happening. Um, He's pulled backwards and hits his head on the wall or something like that. And we have actual cartoon Tweety Bird noises no! when he hits his head. <laughs> like tweet, 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 tweet. Oh God, I was like, totally why do we not have the Tweety Birds around his head? But oh I was God. like, oh, look, it's Jurassic Park. It's like the slide whistle. Jesus. The, the one blemish on Jurassic Park is the Nedry slide whistle. Yikes. Yeah. yeah, man. Billy's the fucking wuss. He gets his ass kicked. <laughs> and then, so finally, Gizmo saves the day yep. by getting, like, pulling the lampshade, pulling the fucking shade or whatever. And then we have to watch for, like, 15 minutes while this thing the skeleton thing yeah. in the water. <laughs> and then he climbs out like the fucking T2 skeleton. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This was, I'm not sure you know this, but uh, just fun fact, this was the inspiration for T2. Did you know that? Oh, <laughs> sure it makes sense. <laughs> fuck? Holy shit. Um, yeah, man. Look, are we I done with know. this movie yet? <laughs> It look ends with a what, voiceover on a bad painting. That's people... the ending of this movie. No, no, no. Oh, see, <laughs> oh Mr. Wing is, you're an idiot. That's the, Mr. Yeah, Wing is like, you're idiot. all fucking idiots. Yes, you have made a mockery of nature's gifts. You are not ready. Um, nature's not... gifts. This is a creature where if you drop a little bit of water on it, it goes out in the rain and it, you have a nightmare army killing everyone. This is not nature's gift, Mr. Wing. Sorry, but you're wrong. But perhaps someday you will be ready. <laughs> Until then, the mugger. When you be buy eating. an umbrella, I guess. I, I don't guess know. so. Give him a little raincoat. That'd be so cute. <laughs> but yes, and then, but okay. So I very, very, very specifically remember this ending narration and him walking down the street into mm-hmm. the full moon because it's never not a full moon in a movie when we're showing right. this guy. No. What would be the point? It's a new moon. Let's have what a new moon. Would be the point. Right. right. <laughs> there just might be a gremlin. In your house. Yep. And like, I think of that, like that stuck with me for some reason as a young person. This is why you're going through these scenarios of like, I could probably kill a gremlin if there's one I in my house right now. I have a plan. Yes. There's charts on the wall in Beth's house. It says like fire plan and flood plan and then gremlin plan. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking accident. folder at school. shit ton of true crime. Like, I'm ready to go. We did tourniquet training. Like, I'm ready to go. Okay. None of that is true. I'm sure I would fall and sustain a head injury of my own doing. Yep. Um, do you think you would survive the gremlins? Yes, I would survive the gremlins. Because you could just kick it. Because you can kick their asses. Yes, I agree. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but also, I think they are spooky. And okay, so so is this in your canon? Obviously, you loved this, Paul. So uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's my problem with this movie. I adore. The idea of gremlins. I love the idea of this movie. Mm-hmm. Gizmo's super cute. The, a, a, a musical, I would pay a lot of money probably for a musical fuzzy pet that would love me. Yes, Beth is petting her little gizmo over there. That's not, that's bad wording. Uh, but, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> What I was trying to say was I would pay a lot of money for a gizmo pet if it didn't turn into a bunch of monsters. Uh, and It's true. That is part part of it that's not great. Not great. But I really 
this rewatch was another rewatch where I was like, oh, no, my memories of this movie are very tainted by 10 year old me. And no, this is not in my canon. Like, I don't know. Not this is not something I need to show. Which is, I would see, I would much rather just be like, hey, let's talk about Gizmo without watching the movie. There's this super cool little creature. I don't know. Tell me why this is in your canon, Beth. It's got all the things. It's got oh. Christmas and monsters and yeah. Yeah. I, a cute little dude. I like, I know you're not liking it, but I like the music. Oh, God, the music's awful. I like a monster movie. I do, too. This is. <laughs> look. I don't know. You could, I if, if there were, it. I bet if you remade this movie, you could make it so much better now, sure, and come up with some rules that aren't ridiculously stupid. Sure, listen, you're not wrong, <laughs> but I liked it, and I've watched it. I mean, like my rewatch, I was like, yeah, shit, yeah, like I was into it. I was like cheering and enjoying it. So. Uh, just because my, I think I'm raising little creeps like me. Little monsters. Little monsters, if you will. Yeah, I think I am too, but I don't know. I think that they will, I mean, like it's campy and funny and I like that about it. Is it is campy. I could see watching this as like MST3K movie where we sure. make fun of it the whole time. It's not a real canon. It's like, let's pick on this movie for a while. And then it's going to be super fun. But I just actually liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Uh, okay. okay. Well, Merry fucking Christmas. Yep. So thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, find us online. Join the Patreon. I say this shit every week. You guys know the things. Mm-hmm. Um, do all I that. Do. And, you know, if you hear a noise, just turn the lights off. Turn the lights on and, you know. Get your baseball bat because it's probably a gremlin. Um, we'll see you in two weeks with what? With Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol! Okay, we're really excited. We hope you're having a good holiday season. And until next time. Keep the gremlins alive? No, don't oh, give it any okay. food after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> don't give the nerd any food after midnight. That's true.